Blog Talk Radio. You got to accentuate the positive feeling. the negative, latch on to the affirmative. Don't mess with Mr. In Between. You gotta spread joy up to the maximum. Bring gloom down to the minimum. Have faith. A pandemonium liable to walk upon the scene. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio, and thank you for tuning in to another edition of Positively Affirmative. This is the show where we affirm you, our listening audience, with education, information, and resources in the areas of self-care, career development, business building, and wealth consciousness, challenges, and solutions. I am your host. Katrina Jones, Prosperity Life Coach of Satari Life Skills Institute. And today our show topic is, um, our show topic is financial strategies and tax reduction, but it's Nevada Corporations, learning how to protect your asset. And um, we are very honored to have with us Mr. John Ewing, who has many qualities, skills, and areas of expertise that qualify him as a leader and innovator in the areas of asset protection, financial strategies, and tax reduction. He is a certified public accountant, holds a Master of Public, oh, I'm sorry, holds a Master of Business Administration and Business Finance. He is a tax specialist and founder and senior tax managing partner of Bridgeway Financial Corporation. His areas of specialty are corporate management, investing, money management, international taxation, corporate and public accounting and taxation. He is the voice of the firm and does public speaking engagements to groups all across the country. He has pre- uh, prepared thousands of financial statements, corporate resolutions, audited statements, government representations, as well as corporate and personal tax returns for over 21 years while serving in public practice. He has also served as executive counsel for some of the most elite corporations in the country. Mr. John Ewing, uh, we want to welcome you to Positively Affirmative. Thank you, uh, Katrina. It's uh, a pleasure to be on the show and uh, uh, and given a chance to be able to speak to your many, uh, uh, well, your large audience uh, that is uh, listening to this uh, to this uh, program. So, thank you for inviting us, inviting Bridgeway Financial and our our our, our team. You are welcome, and I'm, I'm especially excited about this show today because, um, you know, I've been um, talking with um, your team members, a, a lot of your team, or a few of your team members, and the enthusiasm that they generate when they talk about, uh, you know, this company and, and Nevada corporations and, and what they can do for you and 
um, you know, it was a fairly new topic to me. I, I was I was somewhat familiar with, um, you know, Nevada corporations, but when I, I did go on your on your website a few times and and did some research and, you know, the different areas that that um, that you all help people in um, is really quite interesting to me, and a lot of the areas um, are new to me, and possibly new to my audience, you know, my audience members. So um, I want to I ask you, uh, John, to tell us something uh, about yourself. Tell us something about you. Well, I think uh, probably one of the most important things um, that hit my life, uh, and I've been in business for a very long time, uh, almost four decades. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, I do hold a... Um, uh, a law license as well as um, a certified and accredited public accountant. Uh, I also majored in um, business finance consulting. Um, and, of course, um, you know, I, I decided to do that. When I was an accountant, uh, one of the things that happened was that uh, uh, there was a divorce in my family. Uh, my father had uh, divorced uh, my mother, uh, who, by the way, we just recently visited. Uh, she's 92 years old. Uh, she lives in Canada, so I'm a, a dual citizen, both Canadian and an American uh, uh, citizen, so I, I proudly hold that. But what happened was that when my mother and father divorced, that was the first lawsuit that I really got to see as a young boy, and I was about age 15 at that time. And I saw the stresses. I saw what the legal system did. I saw the emotional breakup, heartache, all that goes into dealing with not only the disparity of splitting up a family, but even more importantly, the divisional uh, or the division of assets between two parties. What's mine is mine and, and so forth. Later on, uh, about a decade later, as I was practicing as an accountant, I then began to see how asset protection unveiled to me a second time because my father had been uh, remarried. And he said to me, well, you know, John, I've got a large estate. It was close to a half a million dollars. And he said, what I've done is I've prepared a will for you so that this way, uh, you know, the new person that I'm married to has their children. And, of course, uh, their assets will go with the mother to those children, rightfully so. We see that in a lot of cases. And mine will go for you as, as the only son. Well, when he passed away, about uh, a decade and a half later, that didn't happen. Instead, I found out that community property laws were stronger than wills. And because of the survivability of this new uh, uh, lady in his life, who did not particularly like me too much, she favored her own children, all of the assets passed directly over to her and, of course, since that time, uh, they, those assets passed on to their family. Our entire side of the family, what my father had wanted, simply disappeared because he had a will. He hadn't structured properly. And that was a real concern to me. Later on, as I began to see how businesses would be ravished by insurance companies, by the legal system, by the government system, and all of the things that happened by lawsuits, many of which were very unfair 
and designed simply to be tortuous in nature, I began to realize that acid protection was something that really needed to be looked at, researched, and studied. And so that is when I went on an in-depth study of what the rich people do, what people do who are very wealthy, and what they are doing to use the laws, use the system to protect their wealth. And so it's been since that day that I've now become an acid protection uh, advocate, and so we promote that on our websites. And, of course, acid protection is a defined set of rules. A lot of people think it's very difficult or something you cannot understand, but in reality, it is the most simplest concept you can imagine, and that's what we've done with our company. We've broken it down to being very, very simple. And so uh, a little bit about myself, I'm, I'm an asset protection advocate uh, uh, at this stage of my life. Okay, okay. Wow, that's interesting. Um, yeah, okay, that's very interesting. So the personal um, – that personal experience that that you had uh, with the divorce and uh, re- you know re- coming to the realization that you know the will really didn't mean anything in that particular state you know due to the uh, community property law um, is that what inspired is that what inspired you to to start this company Bridgeway Well, actually, what inspired me to start the company was nine eleven. Um, I knew at that time in 9-11, because what had happened is in 1994, I had retired. And so that is when I went on to to do other things in my life. And when 9-11 came about, I knew this country, this great country of ours, was going to change. And it was at that point in time that I teamed up uh, with a a constitutional attorney, Mr. Uh, Thomas uh, Adams, He heard what I was doing in my area of research, because with my background, both legally and accounting and taxation, I was able to take a subject such as protecting your assets, which, you know, lawyers say they know about, which they really don't, and I was able to give it the tax benefit to it, because when you apply asset protection, you can actually achieve some major, major tax reduction uh, in the amount of money that you're sending into the to the government, so that became a benefit. And so, as a result of that, um, I felt that uh, when we started uh, Bridgeway Financial Corporation, we knew that times ahead were going to become difficult. We predicted the housing bubble that it would burst, and it did. We predicted the high unemployment and the need for people to to find income in order to protect their assets. That happened, and we also saw that the mortgage bubble would burst in such a way that many, many people across the nation would be left devastated. And that is why one of the things that uh, we've done for your um, uh, for your listeners, uh, Katrina, is that we have created a free ebook for your listeners. It's called Business Building Secrets for Keeping More of Your Wealth. It's a great little ebook that we produced. And um, we'll be mentioning it a little bit more at the end of the program. But for those of you that are listening now, uh, you can go ahead and write this down. I was told I should do this now. And that is uh, you go to www.bridgewayassetprotection.com. 
Again, that's bridgewayassetprotection.com. And then you'll enter a little code there. It'll say enter this code 1222SF. That's 1222SF. And uh, please make sure you got your phone number in there because we may not get your email correctly. And we will send out this wonderful free ebook to all of your listeners. So that's, a, that's yeah. something that uh, I hope they'll take advantage of. But, uh, but the inspiration of the company was done that I didn't want to see people go through what happened to me. I knew there had to be a way to protect individuals from some of the frivolous lawsuits and some of the most venomous type of uh, trials and, uh, and difficulties with regards to the legal system that uh, is out there. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay, okay. Now, I'm going to ask you to, to uh, define a couple of words so that um so that uh, for my for the listening audience who's not real familiar with um financial terminology can can have an understanding. You know, what is the definition of capital as it relates well, to finances? Okay, well capital is really the you might say the the not so much the the equity there there's two two ways to build a business mm-hmm. uh many times there's two ways to actually build a house as well too so building a business building a house building a family lifestyle uh can relate mm-hmm. on these two uh founding uh principles number one the cash and financial assets that you put into a particular business or a home or what have you. And then, of course, the second is what we call the sweat equity. So many businesses start up with very little money down. I mean, look at Amazon.com. I mean, it started out of a garage. (laughs) He didn't have very much money. Or Bill Gates, who's my Seattle neighbor, not really, but uh, when he started up, uh, they didn't have very much money at all to get started. Uh, Oprah Winfrey, what an amazing story about her getting her program going and the levels that she reached, she's, she has reached in her life. But, you know, again, there's that equity of, of, of putting your own time, your own effort, building, working, taking the years to build something. And then the second, of course, is putting your own capital, your own money into something. You may have saved for it. You may have cash that you've put in, that's capital. You may have even gone to the credit card agency and borrowed against your credit in order to come up with the cash to start a business. You may have needed a a particular machine to get you started. Or maybe you needed to put the money down to get an office or a retail store located uh, set up or buy buy equipment or a computer. All of that is considered uh, capital. And it's very, very important to protect that. Nothing can be more devastating, Katrina, than having worked all of your life, all of your life, or or a portion thereof, to have somebody who is just looking to make a quick dollar on you by finding some excuse, some illegitimate reason to go after your assets and everything you own and leave you financially devastated. You know, I just saw on, on the Internet today, just came out today, did you know that 
according to the Employee Benefit Research Institute, that 87% of Americans believe that when they retire, they will not have a quality of life style to retire into. That is almost Hmm. 90% of the workforce that, that is going to end up living primarily below their means. That means they have to downsize. That means they're going to have to, well, forget about those retirement vacations. Uh, forget about that home and the golf course. Um, and with inflation, the way that it's taking place today, I saw a commercial with this young girl. It was a great commercial. She said, here's a, here's a $20 gold coin, and here is a $20 bill. Back when the gold coin was produced in 1967, you could buy literally one dozen shopping carts filled to the full with groceries because a $20 bill in America was equal to a $20 coin. Well, Mm -hmm. since that time to now, they said, here's what a $20 bill will purchase you. It will buy you milk, eggs, a couple little bit of vegetable stuffs, and that's it, one small shopping cart. But believe it or not, a $20 gold coin will still buy you a dozen shopping carts full of food because we know the price of gold, how far it's gone up. And it was a national ad, and it was very striking. So it's very important to understand the value of your money, and that's what I consider your capital. You know, anything that you have invested in whatever, whether it's your home, whether it's that car, whether it's your business, or whatever asset, capital is primarily your cash investment. And then you might say that sweat equity is your time to, to make it grow like a, a good family. It could take you 20 years, 30 years to build a successful family. You don't want that ruined because of some terrible tragedy like a car accident or some other yeah. event that could take place in your family's uh, history. So same is true with your business. You spend a lot of time building your business, and some Mr. or Mrs. Bad Guy comes along over a trumped-up lawsuit and takes it all away. Hmm. Okay. All right. Now, what is, what is asset protection? Well, asset protection is very simple. Asset protection means you're protecting your capital, or protecting your assets. Or you could say you're protecting your capital assets because we're really not talking about family and emotions. We're talking about your business. We're talking about your home. We're talking about your real estate. And so protecting your assets or asset protection, as we like Mm -hmm. to say, is merely and simply done like this. Get it out of your name and beyond the reach of creditors, the court system, and the legal system. Let me give you an example. I have an exact example for you right here. Here's a story about a gentleman. His name is Joel Johnson. Joel Johnson found himself under attack by several collection agencies who had succeeded in getting judgments against him and his partners in federal court. Now, the U.S. federal judge, this is the the bottom of the article, had no power to seize the liquid assets 
of his international business company. He used an offshore company for maximum asset protection. Here's another story. This gentleman is named David Kaufman, another great story. David Kaufman worked hard at his profession, and he accumulated the rewards that go with success. Then a disgruntled client named him as a defendant in a lawsuit and threatened to take, take him for everything he owned. You know that kind of person. But after David had a talk with the plaintiff's attorney, the suit was quietly dropped. The reason? In spite of his apparent wealth, <laughs> he doesn't legally own anything that a lawsuit or a court judgment can take. David had the foresight to shelter his assets in a judgment-proof business corporation. If you'll bear with me one more. I have another one here. Terry Jameson. Terry Jameson thought he had it all. He was a construction guy. He lived in a beautiful home in Florida. For, and he had a beautiful home for his family. The car he always wanted. A growing list of investments. His children were in excellent schools. He had dream vacations with his wife. But that all changed when he was served with process, naming him as a defendant in a huge lawsuit. It didn't matter that he was convinced he had done nothing wrong. But, however, he lost everything he had anyways. And here's the sad part of the story. He still owes his attorney for his successful defense for his legal costs even though he lost everything. You see, without asset protection, Katrina, you could suddenly lose everything you have worked for. You know, we now live in a litigious society. But you know what that means for you and me and every other American, and, and you could say even people around the world, because lawsuits and estates and trusts, all these things, you know, they happen in other countries, as well as Canada, Europe, and so on. But do you know that here in the United States that nine out of ten lawsuits in the world, nine out of ten, 90 percent of all the lawsuits are filed here in the United States. There's a new lawsuit. When I started, when I started this business uh, six days after 9-11, a new lawsuit was filed every 30 seconds. Today, according to the National Legal Review, there's a new lawsuit filed every three seconds. And it's only going to get worse. If you yeah. own a business or if you practice a profession, you have a one chance in three of being named a defendant in a lawsuit within the next year. That's according to legal review. And it's only going to get worse as the article states. It is estimated that there's over 100,000 law school students in school right now. And they're all about to, 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 all about to graduate. And so here's what we like to say on our website. And our website, Katrina, has these wonderful, wonderful videos. If your uh, clients, the people that are, that are on this radio show, they will go to, uh, again, that, that number that I gave them before, bridgewayassetprotection.com, type in the code 1222, that's 1222SF, 
not only will they get a free ebook, it'll send them directly to our main website, and there they can look at these fantastic videos, educational videos on everything they want to learn on, on this subject. And they're they're fun. They're easy to to watch, and we've got beautiful web pages. You can learn this very easily. But but here's what I like to say, and when we talk about asset protection, any one of these events, Katrina, can leave you penniless and in debt, and here they are. A negligence or injury claim, whether justified or not, that exceeds any insurance coverage you may have. I'll never forget a lady. She wanted asset protection. She was successful. She was a businesswoman. She was a type A person. She made more money than her husband. But she was always on the go. Go, go, go. And one of the vehicles she drove was a great big black SUV. And she was proud of that vehicle, proud of her cell phone, her computers, and she was a very successful person. One day, she was in a hurry. She backed up her vehicle, and as she was backing up her vehicle to go out in the street, all of a sudden, she felt a couple of thumps. Little did she realize, in her speed and her hurry, she just ran over her neighbor's child. That lawsuit, the death of that child, cost her her home, her business, it levied judgments against her husband's employment, and they literally now live in a state of poverty with no hope of getting out because the lawsuit with the juries now are out of control. She owes millions. I can tell you dozens of stories. One man who lost his bank, buildings in in Bellevue, that's Bellevue outside of Seattle, Everything, because somebody hit him in the middle of the night on the 4th of July who was drunk and couldn't even find their way back to the beach in a speedboat, hit his sailboat, and he invited his friends, you know, him and her, and they brought their 14-year-old daughter, and that speedboat killed that 14-year-old girl. But because there was one little light, an itty-bitty light, you know, that was no bigger than maybe, say, three inches, in light of the fact that that sailboat was lit up like a Christmas tree, there was no way you could ever, ever hit it. This boat did. But because he had the money, they went after him, and in the end he lost $800 million. He was completely wiped out. It can happen because it's all about the lawyers and the money. And I could go on and on about some of the stories that would just absolutely devastate you. Uh, we go on here. John, you know, as you were ta- as you were talking, it was really interesting because, um, you know, you you made me think about a whole group of people that I hadn't thought about before. You said professionals, you know, uh, such as you know doctors or um, you know therapists, you know, who get sued often, um, you know, uh, you know, when you talk about professional people. Um, you know, a lot of times, again, people have the type of professions that, uh, you know, put them in the in 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 in, in area where they can get sued, and you know, not not only could could they get sued for their license, but you know, get sued for you know their their property as well. Um, so that that not was kind of criminal charges. Don't forget that. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Now I'm gonna well, ask you know, for example, um, as a Portland mm-hmm. man, he had a little little printing business. Someone mm-hmm. slipped and fell, and yeah. he got sued, 
and he was sued. His insurance was one hundred thousand, and guess what happened? He got he got he was sued for one point two million dollars. Lost his business, his home, and everything. I mean, yeah. here are the areas. If if you think that it doesn't affect just the average folks, here here it is. For example, yeah. you may have a breach of contract, no fault of your own. You could have a lawsuit from a disgruntled business partner. Or what about that employee who makes a false claim against you? We've seen that. Loan guarantees. Hasn't that been the big, uh, the big event in America? Huge fines for violating state or federal law because of the actions of one of your employees. You could have claims for creditors should your business fail. A catastrophic medical bill. We've seen that. Or seizure of your home or other assets without due process due to a U.S. Customs or government agencies. It's now called the forfeiture, uh, uh, with forfeiture power. That's now called the, the Patriot Act. Also, the biggest one, one of the scariest, is a huge tax bill and escalating penalties following an IRS audit. That's the big one. So many people don't realize the pitfalls and the dangers for not filing a return correctly or on time, and all of a sudden they get into a trap, and the end result is now they become a victim of what we're talking about, and their assets yeah. can be seized and taken away yeah. from them. It happens all the time, Katrina, all the time. I believe No, I, I believe it. All you have to do is open up the, the newspaper. I believe you. But I'm going to ask you now – I'm going to ask you: Will you explain to us? Um, because you, you know, you, you give you you give a lot of good evidence um, as to reasons why um, you know we as business owners and and and, and individuals with with capital, um, you know, need to look into ways to protect our assets. Um, one of the things that you all do is Nevada corporations. Can you explain to us um, what a Nevada corporation is and and what makes it what what makes it different from corporations formed in other states or other parts of the world? Well, Nevada corporations um, are actually it's not so much the corporation that is as important mm-hmm. as the state of where the corporation mm-hmm. is incorporated. I mean, you can incorporate yeah. in any country in the world. And I've had corporations offshore in Canada as well as the United States. But, what, but where you incorporate is key. For example, if you incorporate in Nevis, they do not recognize court judgments of the United States. And if your Nevis company, your offshore company, holds assets such as your cash or title to property in the United States or around the world, no one can seize those assets. When it comes to living here in the United States, Nevada comes into play. And that is why Bill Gates, for example, who's in Washington, runs Microsoft, has 67 Nevada corporations. Madonna has seven, uh, several uh, Nevada corporations. The late Michael Jackson did. Uh, Steve, jo- Steve Jobs did. Oprah Winfrey does. Jay Leno does. Paul Simon does. Uh, we can go down the list of all the people that hold Nevada Corporation. Now, why Nevada? Why not Hawaii? Why not Florida? Because Nevada went about to protect the, the state assets. Because Nevada, there isn't much to really do there. Sure, there's gambling. There's some tourism. 
But the real income, believe it or not, comes from the incorporating and the bringing in of assets and monies into the state. They wanted to make sure that if people were going to be attracted to Nevada to create business, to create housing and residential industry, they needed capital. And so they made Nevada the literally the capital, especially Las Vegas, for asset protection. Let me give you an example. According to the state statute, Section 43.5, Chapter 78 of the NRS Code, it says here, it is hereby amended by adding thereto a new section to read as follows. This is new. Number one, it says, on application of a court of a competent jurisdiction by a judgment creditor, right, that's Mr. Bad Guy, of a stockholder, that's you, you own a Nevada company, the court may charge the stockholder's stock with payment of the unsatisfied amount of the judgment with interest. Okay, so that sounds kind of bad. But it says, only to the extent so charged that the judgment creditor has only the rights of an assignee. That means that if your assets are in a Nevada corporation, and you get sued personally, they cannot seize that corporation. They cannot take your company away. And if your company has your home and your other business assets inside of the Nevada corporation, Nevada law says, I'm sorry, but you cannot take away their shares. You cannot depose them you cannot take away their company. So that mm-hmm. makes it a wonderful benefit. But hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. A lawsuit mm-hmm. can still bankrupt you because you've got to pay your lawyers for the defense. Remember the one story I said where the fellow owed his lawyer all this money? Well, here's a little mm-hmm. rule. Okay, remember this one. It's called Section 77-177 of the Internal Revenue Code. And it goes like this. It says that if a creditor gets a charging order, gets an assignment on the shares of your Nevada company, that means they, that whatever your company makes, they get to lay claim to that. Here's the key. Because they're only an assignee and not the owner, you could make a half a million dollars that year or $10,000 or $50,000, whatever it is, and if you decide not to distribute the money as a dividend out of your company, you know, you decide to maybe buy a Ferrari instead, (laughs) whatever you want to do, the IRS says whoever's got an assignment on those shares has to pay your taxes. So if you made $50,000, you'd be able to keep the money, and make Mr. Bad Guy pay your tax bill for that year. Isn't that a good deal? Now everybody gets excited. <laughs> yeah, let's get sued, right? Because well, he said, well, here's the thing: no lawyer under the malfeasance rules of the bar association is allowed to ever put their client in a worse position than they already are. So you've already been, you know in their opinion, damaged, but now you want to sue them, you could end up paying 
the person you're suing their tax bill the rest of your life. Therefore, wow. okay, mark this down. Therefore, no lawyer will sue a Nevada corporation based on Section 77-177 of the Internal Revenue Code. That means that as many assets as you can get into a Nevada corporation, whether it's your home, whether it's your personal property, whether it's your cars, whether it's your business, or whether it's the shares of your offshore company that can earn all those investments offshore, they can't take your assets away. That's it. And how difficult is it to get assets into a Nevada corporation? It's very simple to do, Katrina. It's called a bill of sale. It's called an assignment. It's called a gift. Or if you want to get fancy, like me, it's called a Section 355 tax-free rollover. You tell me what you want to do, and I'll tell you, this is the steps you take, usually two steps. Call our paralegal firm in Las Vegas, and we'll draft up the paperwork for a few hundred dollars, and you can literally begin to start taking assets out of your name, out of the reach of the court system, out of the reach of Mr. and Mrs. Bad Guy Creditor, and start putting them out of your name. You still get to live in the home. You still get to run the business. You still get to drive your cars. You still get to watch your great big, big screen TV, except now nobody can take those assets away. Doesn't that make sense? Okay. It's very interesting. It's very interesting. Now, I have a question, John. Um, you know, I'm, you know, Nevada corporations, can I be an, an LLC? Can I have many different types of business structures and still incorporate um, under a Nevada corporation? Absolutely, uh, Katrina. See, on our website, and again, I want to encourage everybody, please write mm-hmm. this down. Go to our website, bridgewayassetprotection.com. Just, just go to that, that landing page. Type in 1222SF. It stands for Susan Fox, SF. Okay. And what you do is you watch a little video, and then when you click that, you enter the information. We'll send you a free ebook. And then you go to our website. Now, when you go to our website, you'll drop down the menu called Asset Protection, and there we'll have corporations and LLCs, trusts, asset protection. They're all wonderful videos and beautiful web pages for you to look at with diagrams. You see, let me give you this example now. Okay, you're going to like this one, Katrina. Let's assume you're working in Georgia. You have your business there. Okay? You have to be incorporated there because the state says you have to be. So the state says you have to be incorporated in, in Georgia. You've got insurance. You've got bonding. You've got license, whatever. Does, whether you're a professional or you're just operating as a regular service company or maybe an MLM marketing company. Maybe you're a dinar holder. I don't know. There's a lot of dinar people do this. But here's what you would do. We would form for you an LLC, a limited liability company in Georgia, okay? But instead of you owning it, because remember, if you own the LLC in any other state and you personally get sued, they can take your LLC away. There's no protection. So your LLC can own your business in Georgia. It can own your furniture 
in Georgia, your rental property may be in Kentucky, <laughs> and what happens is instead of you owning it, your Nevada corporation can own it. So all of a sudden, people say, well, who owns the LLC? You're going to say, not me. Who's the manager of the LLC? Not me. Do you have to file a tax return? Well, under the IRS law, believe it or not, you don't even need to file a federal tax return. All you have to do is report the income and the expenses to Nevada. And what did we say before about Mr. Bad Guy? Do you think Mr. Bad Guy wants to sue your Nevada corporation? I don't think so. So you see, an LLC is effective in your state if owned, if owned by your Nevada company. Now, some people say, well, Mr. Ewing, okay, I get it. I, I understand that for business, uh, it would probably be a Nevada corporation. But what about for real estate, my boat, my car, my plane? What about those things, my investments? Well, that's where a Nevada LLC comes into effect. And believe it or not, Katrina, an LLC in Nevada has even greater privacy than a corporation does. And mm. the same laws that protect the corporation in Nevada protect an LLC exactly the same way. You just have to design it just slightly differently. But other than that, you get all the same tax advantages, all the same asset protection advantages. You get even greater financial privacy, and you still get all the wonderful protection laws that are available and reduce your taxes exactly the same way. So the answer is yes. LLCs and corporations work exactly the same in Nevada, and that's why people have so many of them. Okay. Now I have a question. Is is it a myth that you have to be a millionaire in order to, you know, in, in order for asset uh, asset protection to make sense? Because I hear you talking about Bill Gates and Oprah. Well, you know, those folks have millions. You know, what if I'm just, you know, what if I'm a, a startup business, you know, startup corporate, you know, startup business or uh, you know, someone who, you know, yeah, I, I own a nice house, I own a nice car, you know, but I'm, I'm not a millionaire. You know, does, does asset protection make sense for me? Well, let's take a look at this example. Um, let's assume your child is given the keys to a car. This happened to a friend of mine uh, where he gave his car to his daughter, and she and her friends were driving the, the, this wonderful little sports car to the wedding. And, well, they got cut off, and through a very unfair, it wasn't their fault, but it was very unfair, they were named, you know, in the vehicular disaster that took place. Okay, they were named. And as a result, what happened is there was a large lawsuit. You see, when you become big, then lawyers think that you've got more to go after. But there are thousands and thousands and thousands of starving lawyers out there. And if they know you've got $50,000, if they know you've got $100,000, if they know you've got any money, they're going to go after that. And they're going to go after your future as well. Mm-hmm. So that means that after they've taken what they can from the insurance company, if it pays, then they're going to go after the equity in your home. They're going to go after your savings accounts. They're going to go after your jewelry. 
They're going to go after your furniture. They're going to go after your cars. They're going to go after anything and everything you own. Now, let me tell you this. Let me ask you this question, Katrina. What's more disastrous, mm-hmm. a $5 million lawsuit against Bill Gates or a $5 million lawsuit against Mr. and Mrs. Average American, who, as you just heard from the statistics by the, um, by the uh, Employee Benefit Research Institute, 90% are not even going to make it to, the, to, to have a comfortable living. Mm-hmm. They can take away mm-hmm. your 401K. They can take your IRA uh, away from you. They could take away literally everything you have. And we've seen people who don't really have much, but when they're in yeah. a lawsuit, they don't have the money for proper lawyers. They're not properly structured because they never learned how. And when they get into trouble, it's worse for people who are poorer than the, than the people who are very rich. Absolutely. Because Absolutely. you take a home away from, from a young family or family that's been saving for the last 20 yeah. years, and they're soon going to pay it off, you take away their home versus you take away the home of a rich man who probably has 20 or 30 other properties he can move into. Do you see what yes. I'm saying? It's worse right. if you're, if you're an average person trying to succeed in America. That's where the money so, is. That's where the market is. It's not likely you're going to sue Mr. Gates. Mr. Gates, about two years ago, got a speeding ticket. He went in the courtroom. He brought in four of his lawyers to fight a speeding ticket. <laughs> and at, at anywhere from 500 to to $1,000 an hour, I don't know about you, Katrina, but I couldn't afford that. <laughs> right, right. They've so got, everybody, needs yeah, everybody yeah. needs asset protection. Every, okay, yeah, that, everybody that makes does. sense. That, that makes sense. What are the different types of Nevada corporate? that uh, your company specializes in? Well, of course, you know, it's kind. Of, this is what separates us from everybody else because it's very important to understand that just like, you know, as I like to kid around, you know, you say you're going to start up a farm, and you're going to have a farm, and, and the first thing you need to do is you're going to need to uh, buy some farm equipment. Now, if you're the average person out there in America – and say you're a business person, you're going to walk into this lawyer who, by the way, nine out of ten times, you'll probably be set up improperly. Okay, nine out of ten times. This is true. But you go to a lawyer and say, Mr. Lawyer, I need to, um, in this case, uh, I'm going to create, uh, I, I, I bought some farmland, and I need to buy some equipment. Can you help me? I said, sure, I can help you out. Now think of this as structuring versus farm equipment. So the first thing he's going to say, well, okay, uh, you're going to need to be able to haul, uh, to, to go out there and, and, and plow the field. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to buy you a Cadillac, and you're going to use this Cadillac. You're going to put a hitch on it, and on the back of that hitch, you're going to cultivate the fields. Now, I'm going to recommend you get a convertible Cadillac because that's where you can put the chickens and the hogs and, and the bird cages so you can haul everything to the, to the farm and grocery. And, uh, and, of course, you want the trunk because you're going to put vegetables in there. Uh, so you're going to use the Cadillac for hauling, and you're going to use the Cadillac for farming in, in your field. And, and then every Sunday you're going to wash it out, and that, that's when you're going to put your kids in there and your lovely spouse, and you're going to get dressed up and go to church services. <laughs> Believe it or not, 
This is the kind of legal planning that's going on out there. Because most lawyers don't know, or accountants don't know, how these entities individually work. Now, look at it from common sense. You're going to buy a tractor if you need to plow your fields, right? You're going to need to, to, to get a pickup truck with a trailer to haul the chickens and the cows and the goats and everything else you got to the, to the farmer's market. And you're going to need to have a Cadillac or whatever car you want, and you don't want to be putting you know, the animals in there because you want it pristine and clean when you go to town and when you go to church. You see, every vehicle is important for what it does, and this is true when you structure. So here are the entities that Bridgeway does. Number one, we do corporations. Number two, we do LLCs. Number three, we do limited partnerships. You may have seen that. Number four, we do trusts. And number five, and most important in your team that protects you, is we also do offshore corporations. And those are the five major entities that we specialize in, and they all work for what we want to do. Awesome, awesome. And I'm going to ask you to to explain those. Can you tell us what is an offshore corporation? Well, offshore corporations is merely you incorporating in another country outside of the United States. Now, we see this all the time. Michael Jackson, for example, he had a corporation in Germany. He had a corporation in Ireland. Ireland was a studio. Uh, he had a corporation in uh, in Germany because he owned that uh, little castle mansion on on the on the I think on the Rhine, the river. If you saw pictures of it, uh, Michael Jackson also owned a corporation in the Bahamas. Uh, Microsoft, Chrysler, all the big companies own corporations. Now, if you've watched the news, right, the big news on Apple, they were beating Apple up. And the, and, and the Apple, Apple uh, president said, look, we pay the most income taxes than any other employer in America. We have over 40,000 employees and so on and so on. But still the Senate was mad at him because they had corporations in Germany and around the world to make sales. Mm -hmm. But in addition mm -hmm. to that, they had what? Remember? Nevada corporations. Big headline. Everybody's cutting okay. their taxes because they have a Nevada corporation. Well, okay. you see, people like us, we can have corporations too. For example, our company has a, a little corporation in Vancouver, Canada. So we can do business okay. with Canadians. We like that. Okay. I've also okay. formed a corporation offshore in Nevis. Because I've got investments offshore. I want my money beyond the reach of any court or jurisdiction, beyond any kind of, uh, the kind of anyone just simply trying to seize the money. So I've moved my money offshore, and I like moving it offshore, Katrina, because I can earn double-digit investment returns, where here in the United States, under the certain accreditor laws, I can't do that. They won't allow people 
unless you're rich, to be able to make those kind of returns that the banks, the investment companies, the Wall Street brokers, all of those people are making. We're not allowed to do that. So we have to go outside the United States. So incorporating in another country is very simple. You file a charter, you get the documents, and now you have a company offshore. It's just like buying a house, except it's 100 times much, 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 much more cheaper. So we like to incorporate in Nevis. Why? Because there's no taxes in Nevis. Any money you make in certain Caribbean countries, they don't have any taxes. Now, let me give an example. If I make money from investments in Canada, Canada is going to levy a tax on me. Then when I declare it here in the United States, the United States government is going to also make me pay a tax on it. So I pay taxes twice. So it doesn't make any sense for me to keep savings in Canada or Germany or France or Australia or anywhere else. But if I go to the Caribbean, such as the Cayman Islands, where Mitt Romney's got all of his money, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. President Obama has got his money, if you watch the uh, elections, and half of the senators in Congress got their money in the Cayman Islands. Why? Okay. Because you don't pay taxes over there. So you can make money, get access to investments all around the world, get better service, better customer treatment, better uh, 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 programs to invest in, and you can invest in things you can't here in the United States, and there's no taxes for that. So in the Cayman mm. Islands, they transact over $1 trillion of business. It's called Europe's uh, Wall Street is what they call it. Europe's New York Wall Street is what they call it. But there's no taxes okay. there. And when you make the money, then, yes, you have to declare it in the United States. So why pay tax twice when you only have to pay it once in the United States and you get all the great advantages of being offshore. But let me give you another benefit. Here's another great one. Think of this one, Katrina. All right, we talked about Nevada running your business in Georgia, right? But what about if you set up an offshore company, okay, where U.S. court judgments are not recognized? That is the law, all right? It's total... Total privacy, the, the, it, it, judgments from U.S. lawsuits are not recognized outside the United okay. States. Your assets become sheltered under the world's strongest secrecy laws. And, and offshore jurisdictions are beyond the jurisdictional reach of any U.S. government agency or any lawsuit. All right? And also, uh, having an offshore company makes suing you expensive and complicated, and thus, as a result, you have zero chance of getting anything. Now, you have an offshore company, and that offshore company opens your LLC in Georgia. See what's Mm -hmm. happening? It owns it. It manages it. That means under the IRS laws, if your LLC is owned 100%, by another party, which can include an offshore company, that means Mm -hmm. there's no tax return filing. So if you put your house 
into that LLC or that car or boat or whatever, and the mm-hmm. LLC is owned offshore, there is no, then you never have to file an EIN, no bank account, no tax reporting, no IRS reporting, nothing other than the fact that the LLC once a year keeps an annual report that says, I am owned by and managed by this company name, which is where? Somewhere offshore. In other words, Mm -hmm. if you're ever asked, Katrina, Katrina Jones, are you or are you not the owner of an LLC with property in it? You could truthfully and honestly answer a court interrogatory by saying, no, sir, I'm not. And the reason? Because you don't. Your LLC, mm-hmm. which owns your, your house, is owned by an offshore company. Very interesting. Wow. I'm learning a lot today. <laughs> and, and you know what, Katrina? We have thousands mm-hmm. of people that own offshore companies. The government tries mm-hmm. to scare you. They try to say, oh, well, this is going to be illegal, this. And, you know, they got all the bad reports. Or you get people who don't know what they're talking about. And believe me, that can come from the legal profession. I've heard it. And then they make it sound so scary and so bad. But you know what? (laughs) It's as simple as picking up a phone, calling us. We form your company for you. And then if you want to protect your house, you form uh, an uh, an inexpensive LLC for a few hundred dollars and transfer it just like you would to your neighbor or your kids or anybody else. And they're great for estate planning. And now you're protected. Mm. It's that simple. It, 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 it's really not rocket science to do this. But people try to make it sound worse than it really is. But it's actually very simple. It sounds, you know, it, it sounds, it, you know, it, it sounds like, you know, it's a language that, you know, it's a language that once you understand it, it, it makes sense. You know, it, yeah. it really makes sense. It, it, it is a, it is a financial language. It, it really is. But again, once you understand it, it makes it's very logical and it makes a lot of sense. I'm going to shift gears just a little bit, and I'm going to ask you um, another way your company or another uh, area that your company specializes in is um, helping people create various types of trust. Can you tell us what is a trust? And um, well, a trust. And why may it be? A, Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, I was going to say, and why may it be advantageous to have one? Well, a trust is very important. Uh, a trust mm-hmm. is all about estate planning. Uh, mm-hmm. There are numerous trusts, and when your radio listeners go to our website, the one that we've told them about, bridgewayassetprotection.com, and they type in 1222, SF stands for Susan Fox. That's 1222. What will happen is it'll take them, first of all, we'll send them their ebook, but it'll take them to our website. Under our website, we have financial strategies. And we have two areas that talk about trusts business and personal trusts. Now, I think it would be too laborious to go into that today, but suffice it to say, trusts are used for estate planning. Remember my father who thought he had left me a half a million dollars for our family, only to find out later, we did, not he, uh, that community property laws supersede uh, wills. If he would have done a living trust, and that living trust, uh, instead of a will, 
we would have ended up with the property because the living trust supersedes community uh, and uh, marital laws. It's as simple as that. Every family, whether you have assets or not, whether you, again, let me repeat that. Whether you have assets or not, you need a family living trust. The reason for that is what happens if you get incapacitated? What happens if you end up in an old age care? What happens Absolutely. if you should get you know, sick to the point where your, your life is, is, is not going to last very long? Or a car accident? Or anything that could happen? Do you really want the court systems? Probate? Literally, I have seen this. 90% of your wealth going to attorneys, the courts, yes. probate costs, creditors, and everybody else. A living or med- trust. Or medic. Or Medicare, or you know, or Medicare, um, you know, in the case that someone gets sick and they don't transfer those funds to someone else in the proper amount of time. That's right. You know, if your family gets hit with Medicare, did you know that the rule has now extended the look back period from three years to five years? That means that if you don't do the planning, you're thinking you're going to get grandma's house. Guess what? The government's going to take it. But if you do a trust, if you have a company like ours, Bridgeway Financial Corporation, we can show you how to get around that. We have testimonials, Katrina, on our website from people who literally have saved their assets in their real estate by applying these simple measures. And here's the beauty behind our company, Katrina. When they become a Bridgeway client, they not only get, first of all, a corporate structure, something they can use, but even more importantly, they get unlimited free consultation. How's that for something mm-hmm. new? So they can call us up, and they don't have to worry about ever getting a bill. Whenever we do any kind of a trust, especially a living trust, our clients get free, unlimited lifetime support. We just had a lady who passed away two weeks ago. Their children called. They were worried. They were nervous. Our law firm in Las Vegas prepared the living trust. And guess what? We helped them with their living trust by giving them the advice and the information they needed absolutely free of charge and helped their children to disperse their mother's assets without ever having to go to court or without ever having to hire a lawyer. But here's what's important. If your members will go to our website, and they will go to financial strategies. We've got an area there for trusts. We've got a be- we've got two beautiful videos. We've got a web page listing the kinds of trusts. Like, what's a children's trust? Uh, what is a what is a uh, a management privacy trust? Uh, what is a wealth protection trust? Or how about this one? For those of you who want to figure out what's going on with Paris Hilton, how about a dynasty trust? Uh, that's what the Hilton uh, set up, with, uh, you know, great-great-grandfather Hilton, when he set up the, 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 the Hilton hotels. So you, all those trusts yeah. are there. You can read about them, and we explain it in our video in simple, easy-to-understand language so you could say, oh, now I'm smarter than our lawyer. <laughs> and, and they're very educational. And you don't have to be a millionaire to think about you know, had or or to actually 
have a trust, a trust, you know, like you said, everybody should have, you know, some type of trust, um, you know, to protect. It's another form of asset protection. It is, but this it's one is more for your estate. That's more for what Absolute. should happen for your when you're gone. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. You know, a lot of times people want to leave money to grandchildren, uh, to children, um, but they want to make sure that the money is not frivolously spent or, you know, different people have different needs and there are different types of trust set up to meet the needs of, you know, different situations. So that's Absolutely. great. That is great. Well, you know, now, it's I all want to just... ask you... Go ahead. Let me go ahead. I'm listening. No, yeah, no, I was just going to say that's all in the language. For example, did you know there's a firearms no. trust? <laughs> Some no, people take no. great value of their firearms, and there's a trust with the legal mumbo-jumbo language on how to handle firearms. Uh, there's an animal trust. Mm-hmm. Who's going to take care of your animals? Uh, you could, you know, rich people like to have individual trusts because they can spend the money a little bit here, a little bit there. But surprisingly, Bridgeway Financial's prices are some of the lowest prices in the country, and again, with free unlimited uh, support of our trust. But more importantly, Christina, you're right. A good living trust will will take care of a family because a will guarantees the courts. A will has to be administered by the court, and a will goes through probate. The worst thing you can do to your family, to your kids, to leave them fighting, leave them struggling with attorneys, the lawyers, and amongst themselves is do a will. You need to get rid of the will and right. replace that with a family living trust. And it's even worse if you don't even do anything. Then they're really in trouble with the government. <laughs> You're right. Um, now I want to ask you a question, and please don't quote me um, because I, I, I read your website over and over and over again, but it seems as though something stood out to me Um uh, on your website, I, I read something to the to the effect of uh, compounding interest, tax deferral, and investment in real estate are the best ways to create wealth. Can you elaborate on that? Well, you know, the rich have always invested in those three areas. They know the power, the value of compounding interest. Don't we all? Isn't it better to earn 11% per year? than it is to earn 1%. There was a fund mm-hmm. in London called the, the uh, it's a, it was called the litigations fund, but literally it paid you 12% guaranteed interest every single year. Now, I think that's cool. Problem is, you had to have an offshore company. Then we have a thing mm-hmm. called tax deferral. That's another secret or tool of the rich. What's a good tax deferral? Well, everybody knows we, we can have IRAs. Right, if you have a, 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 a registered retirement account, that's a tax deferral. You can put money into it, let it grow and build up tax-free, and then when you retire, that's when you withdraw the funds, and as a result of that, that's when you'd have to pay the tax. Now, some people would like to learn on our uh, calls. We do uh, weekly calls educating our clients, Katrina. But, for example, a lot of people, a lot of our clients learn what a Roth is how a Roth can work. For example, uh, there are people who invested in the dinar. I don't know if you've heard of this. We have many hundreds and hundreds of dinar 
people who come to our weekly calls. And there are people who literally bought their dinar in uh, an IRA or Roth, and if they hold on to that dinar when it, uh, when it becomes revalued, they can literally take all of the money out of the Roth plan tax-free. That's a great tax plan. So getting into tax deferrals, both here in the United States or internationally, is a tool of the rich. And then finally, when we talk about investments, uh, in real estate. Uh, investments it can be in anything. For example, offshore um, in the Cayman Islands, and you can go to our website and you can read a little brochure called Welcome to the Grand Cayman Islands. It's a wonderful website. Uh, they invested for me in a hedge fund in Japan, and we made 40% return from January mm-hmm. to now. Uh, we made 80%. Uh, on Tesla Motors, because did you know that if you open an offshore company, and even though your money is offshore, you could actually have them buy your investments here in the United States. I bought Boeing stock, I live in Seattle, for $97, and a week later, it went up to $106. That was really good. Do I own Boeing directly? No. My offshore company... Owns my Boeing stock, and they bought it for me. So you see, with a good uh, service company that you're able to, mm-hmm. that they're able to help you with, they can make some really good investments for you if you wish to. And again, you know, where does Mitt Romney keep his millions? Cayman Islands. What about Mr. Obama? Remember that presidential campaign? Where does he keep all of his multi millions? The same with the set. They all keep it offshore. It just makes sense, mm. Katrina. So that's what we mean by compounding interest so that you get mm-hmm. not just single rates of return, double-digit rates of return. Learn about tax deferrals because that's a way to build up your wealth. And then later when you retire at a lower income bracket, then you could pull out your, your income at much lower tax rates. And just learning about this. And as I always tell people, Asset protection, financial privacy, all of this, it's not an event. It's a process. That's why people go, they become clients, they go to our back offices, they read, they study, they learn. I've written over $20,000 worth of free legal forms uh, that are available if our clients need a promissory note or a quick claim deed or or something they want to do or a bill of sale. And in addition to that, they come to our weekly conference calls and they listen to either the CPAs or myself all about the different topics we cover. And they, our clients literally become experts, Katrina. As mm-hmm. I like to say, just give us one year of your life and you'll know more about financial planning and asset protection and estate than any lawyer, any accountant, any financial planner in America. Yeah, I know. I see that you do a lot of education with your clients, and you know one one um, one area that I really um, you know that I really love about your company is that you have a group, a team of experts in many different areas that come together for you know what I call one stop shopping. <laughs> you know, one stop shopping to to make sure that the clients you know needs are taken care of and. And that's pretty great. And that leads me to my next question. How important is it for my 
for my accountant uh, and my attorney and uh, my financial advisor to be familiar with what each other are doing, um, especially since they may be working on totally different types of projects for me. Now, how important is it that those people on my team, um, you know, are all on the same page and, you know, know what's going on with with, with, with me and, and my business or my finances, my capital? You know, I was driving by the other day, and I saw a building, and uh, this building had the name of a law firm on there, and big law firm. This was up in Canada. I just got back from vacationing. And, uh, mm-hmm. and then also it had... KMPG. Now, KMPG is an accounting firm. The best way these successful and rich people operate is they have their accountants, they have their lawyers, and they have their financial planners all in one building. The problem with that is it's very expensive, very expensive. And so Bridgeway Financial wanted to create exactly the same concept, but we wanted to make it inexpensive. We wanted to make it absolutely downright really reasonable to do. And that is why we created a system where if you call us up, you're not going to get a bill. We made a decision that because we have a lot of people who are handicapped. I had a lady the other day last week, she wanted to something from us and it was an interesting call and my consultant, you know, one of our asset protection consultants called up and said, John, what do I do? This poor lady has got polio. She's handicapped, literally, from the neck down. She's only got a little bit of money, about $20,000. She used $4,000 up in savings. What advice can I give her? And all of which is free. Well, we gave her the kind of advice that is going to help her, and we didn't charge anything for that because people need help out there, Katrina. They really are in need. But how do you support what we do and keep going as a business? Well, it's very simple. By divisionalizing our business, where we have an accounting firm in Indiana, where the costs are lower, by having our law firm in Las Vegas, where it's convenient and easy to work, and as you know, real estate's a lot cheaper there these days, and then Bridgeway Financial, where I operate from, all I do is coordinate that. So when you come to Bridgeway, you do get the certified uh, public accounting firm. You do have access to the certified financial planner so that you can do the things you want to do. And you've got access for trusts in Las Vegas, but we do it all over the phone. You see, the cost, Katrina, is when the customer has to walk into the office, see the golden candelabra, see the $10,000 wooden desk, See the attorney or the, or, the, or the accountant right there face-to-face using up that $500 an hour per time. That's where the costs are. Well, we've eliminated those costs. You can go to the website. You can call us. And did you know, uh, Katrina, that I only see 1% of my clients? We have over 2,000 clients. I see 1%. That's it. Now, I'd love to see more of them. But... The service is so good. <laughs> they don't they don't come and see me. They don't fly from Florida to see me. They don't come from Kentucky to see me because we're so efficient, so organized. We do everything via the Internet, the phone, our shipping of your beautiful books. You can call us. We're now going to videos now. 
where you can now watch me live on conference calls. And so having a big fancy office, it's stupid. And it's expensive. And we've eliminated all of that. So the answer to your question is it's critically important. The problem is how many people can go to that glorified building and have all three of those 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 businesses in one business? I'll tell you, very, very few Americans, unless they're rich. And Bridgeway okay. has solved that problem, making it free. Okay. All right. Um, thank you for that. Now, our time is, is winding down, and I want to ask you, um, what financial advice would you offer to startup businesses that, that may not have a lot of capital right now, but, you know, they have concerns about, um, you know, they have, you know, they, they want to make sound financial decisions about their future? Well, that's a good one. You know, it reminds me when I was about, oh, I think I was about 24 years old. And at that time, I was traveling with a uh, a pastor, uh, evangelist, in in church, and uh, I would accompany him on visits. And we would go to this house and that house and visit people of all kinds, rich and poor. And uh, Mm -hmm. and I was just a young kid, and I was very impressionable, and and I was studying to to be, uh, you know, associate uh, in the ministry. And um, I asked the minister, I said to him, what's good advice you could give me? And he said, uh, John, let me tell you the best advice I can ever give you. And here it is. You can share this with anybody. And I remembered it for how many decades? Four or five decades. Here's what he said. Readers are leaders. Just mm. like leaders are readers. And that took that was that was very that was important to me. And of course, later on, it led me to all my various degrees and background because I learned that the way to learn is by reading and studying. The best thing your people can do on this call is educate, educate, educate. Maybe you know when you're on an airplane, instead of just doing nothing. Mm-hmm. How about read something a little bit that would help you financially? How about taking a little time once a day to go to the website and maybe learn a little bit about LLCs and corporations, especially when you can watch it on a five-minute video? That's easy to do because they're very educational. Or how about just taking a little bit of time coming to a, a conference call for one hour or like this call. Just learn a little bit. Just educate. And then number two, Find a way to become a Bridgeway client. Whatever your people do, learn to become a Bridgeway client. It doesn't cost anything to get a free ebook. It doesn't cost anything to watch videos and go to our beautiful website, learn about us, meet the super lawyers. My picture's up there. <laughs> you can finally see who I am. <laughs> you learn about our company. Just learn. And then, like I said, then take the third step and say, I need something because if I fail to protect, I neglect. And neglect, Katrina, always, always leads to regret. Mm. Wow. Wow. Good advice. 
I love that readers are leaders. And, you know, that is so powerful because it is so important for us to educate ourselves about um, about our businesses, even about our family situations, and 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 you know read and research about the the areas that we want to strengthen and, and improve, and that, you know our finances is so important, so important to to educate. So readers are leaders. Thank you for that. All right. Well, you know, and too, one, Jane, I'll share with you yeah. many of the divorces yeah. in America and around the world. Oftentimes mm-hmm. happen because of poor financial planning and management, mm-hmm. and because a financial yeah. crisis takes place. If you study yeah. our PowerPoint of what happens when a person gets sued, how it can affect your children, lower their grades, how it can be mm-hmm. so emotionally damaging, it can send people yeah. in for heart attacks and everything else you can imagine. Yeah. I've literally witnessed this, and we've done a wonderful PowerPoint in our library, which is on our website, that people can learn from these things. You would be amazed at all of the things that you could end up being sued for, like toxic mold in your house <laughs> or some kind of a, you know, an incident on your lawn. I mean, you know, your swimming pool, you know, all the things that go on. Yeah. And if you're, you know, and that's why I tell people, uh, Katrina, I say to everybody, I say, we sell two things in this company. We sell acid protection and common sense. <laughs> now, unfortunately, we can't sell common sense. I wish we could. We'd be, uh, we'd be up there with Bill Gates. But you know what? You can apply it. And like yeah. you said, readers are leaders. Leaders are readers. That's common sense. Getting educated is common sense. Because the more education you, 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 you have, the better choices and decisions you can make. And who knows? You know, you could save yourself from the, the divorce because you did a little bit of planning. You could save your children from grief and heartache because you set up a proper estate plan. And as I like to say, who knows? The financial life you save just might be your own. Absolutely. And reduce emotional stress because money money is a hot topic, you know, and it, it, it brings up a lot of emotions, um, especially Especially when people feel as though they don't have what they need to to uh, to meet their needs, and so you know that that education and reading and and um, and researching uh, and taking advantage of resources, taking advantage of resources, it, it is key. It is. Oh, it key. is key, and that's why the internet's so wonderful. When you can find a, a, a somebody that knows what they're talking about in one place. Summarize it simply, quickly and easily, because people don't have a lot of time. Keep it very mm-hmm. simple, because people, you know, they don't want a lot of fog language. That's what they teach in law school, is, is, is fog language and legal ease. And so we've broken it down to simplicity. But you know what, uh, Katrina, as we wind up this call, I want people to understand that if they want more information, they should just mm-hmm. log on to this, this wonderful little landing page. That's all it is, is landing page. It's BridgewayAssetProtection.com. They can enter the code. It's uh, 1222SF, stands for Susan Fox. Uh, When they come in, uh, they can meet with one of our asset protection consultants, uh, Miss Judith Brotherston. She's been in the asset protection business for years, 
and she knows this mm-hmm. stuff as well as I do, and she's wonderful. And, and Katrina, you've met mm-hmm. her. She's funny. She's interesting. She's learned that, yeah. that asset protection and finances can actually be fun and very enjoyable. That's why, you, you know, at the beginning of your call or at the beginning of the show, mm-hmm. you would mentioned everybody's so enthusiastic. But we'll give all of the listeners a free book, a free ebook. Its value mm-hmm. is $29.95. It's free, but that's, that's what we valued it. And it's called Business Building. And then we can add Secrets for Keeping More of Your Wealth. And if they would like to have that, just tell them go to uh, bridgewayassetprotection.com, 1222 SF, and we'll send that out to them free of charge. Great. Thank you so much, uh, Mr. John Ewing, for being on Positively Affirmative today. And I also want to send out a thank you to Susan and Judith, who were very instrumental in bringing this together and and making it happen. (laughs) So thank you, ladies. Thank you so much. And and thank you, John, for for coming on today. And, um, you know, you're welcome back anytime. You're welcome back anytime. Well, you're certainly welcome, and we certainly enjoyed the call. I hope that we can do the next one on offshore. That gets really interesting. Mm-hmm. So if you're up to it and your listeners are able to endure a little extra longer call, uh, they'll yeah. find that absolutely amazing. Okay, okay. Well, you know, we'll talk about that to make it happen. Absolutely. All right. Well, we are going to bring uh, this edition of Positively Affirmative to a close. Uh, we want to thank you, our listening audience, for tuning in. This is the show where we affirm you with education, information, and resources in the areas of self-care, career development, business building, and wealth consciousness, challenges, and solutions. I am your host, Katrina Jones, Prosperity Life Coach of Satari Life Skills Institute, where we teach women how to create positive shifts in their work-life balance so they can become the directors of their own life stories. Is your life story one you'd love to see improve? If so, tune in again every Sunday at 6.30 p.m., bring a friend, and share the prosperity. Okay, abundant blessings to you, John. Thank you, and good evening to the rest of your uh uh, your your radio uh, or your audience. Have a good evening. Thank you. Thank you. All right. All right. Bye, everybody. See you next week. Yeah, bye-bye, everybody. Don't mess with Mr. In-Between. Don't mess with Mr. In-Between. Oh.